Hey everybody, welcome to episode 296 of the Bite Me Podcast. That's so close to 300, yeah, Dylan. Like, that means that 300 is like, well, a month from today, yeah. right? Interestingly enough, that will, that well, no, I guess that's not how months work. It'll, it'll be September 1st. Wow. So, yeah. That's, uh, no, wait, no, wait. 296, 297, 298, 299, 300. Yeah, yeah. September 1st is uh, Podcast 300. That's a, that's a big old number, man. Does that so. the day it will come out, or will that be the day? Of- that is the day it will come out. Okay. We will record it on the 30th. So, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty crazy. I mean, I think that means we're at, like, is that six years of podcasting? That's got to be yeah, it, right? Because so. we started in 2016. Holy Sounds cow. Right. Or thereabouts. Yeah. It'll be, I think it'll be... Six in November sometime, but right. like, that's crazy, man. That's a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of episodes. Um, shockingly, I don't think we're any better at it than we were six years ago either, but maybe a little more casual. I don't yeah, know I think it's probably, <laughs> it's probably worse. I don't know. That's fine. People keep listening. That's all. Please keep listening. For the love of God, please keep so listening. <laughs> uh, I'm here today. Dylan's here today. Colby's not here today because uh, he sucks. Um, yeah. He's my brother, so I can say that. Like, when Dylan's not here, I never say, like, <laughs> Dylan's not here because he sucks um, because that would be rude. But Colby, as my brother, he I can just say sucks. he's not here because he sucks. And he probably won't listen to this anyway. I mean, maybe he will. And if he It'll be the one anyway, no. time he listens. Colby. You suck. He stopped listening when he started being on it, which I think is entirely fair. Yeah. Um, like, I, I don't listen either and have not since, like, mm, episode nine. No. I think I stopped about there. So maybe it's worse. I don't. I would not know because I don't ever listen. I, so. Yeah, I can't say for sure. It's all good. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Christmas because it's August. So that's the holiday season now, right? Uh, close enough. <laughs> uh, Christmas as it relates to the PS5 and the Steam Deck. Uh, Minecraft players are pissed about their new reporting system. Um, maybe rightfully. I don't know. We'll talk about that. Uh, you'll be shocked to hear that a year after, like, you know, a bunch of stuff ripped through Ubisoft saying about how terrible it was, it's still not better. They have not fixed nearly anything but that's okay they fired three people it was fine that's all it took um destiny 2 needs to fix their uh pvp matches real real bad uh kotor the remake is permanently paused which is kind of bad news for anyone that wanted to play uh a new version of kotor uh the sims 4 like (laughs) i love this they they released a new patch and one of the there there was two very very funny bugs that are part of that patch that i enjoy a lot and uh the playstation 5 is finally getting 1440p monitor support that which is great news for folks that play uh their ps5 on a monitor we've got questions from uh vinny we've got a question from prime fan we have a question from Turn Down for What and Travis. I I've tried to make it sound like that was like a big thing, but that's actually the same person, so it's it's not a big thing. We just let him ask two questions today. That's fine. Uh, and a question from Alan S. We've got some cheap free. Actually, we got a lot of cheap free games. Like it's it's that time of the month, Dylan. Not that time of the month. The other time of the month. The time of the month when bunches of free video games come right. out. So lots of those. Uh, oh yeah, I got a troll corner too. That's cool. Yeah, love love it when can it be love love when there's troll corners. Love it even better when it's gamers being lousy and not developers. So that's you know the the slight difference between those two. So that is all right. So 
Shall, Dylan, should we, should we get started? I think so. Should we get this party started? Um, no. I don't know about that. Mm, I don't think so. Anyway, party, hey, Spade's out. here too. So, yeah, man, I am partied out. It's Wednesday, and I'm partied out. Uh, all right, so have you played any video games, Dylan? That is the first question. No. Spade has also not played any video games, but he likes to bark. Uh, let's see. I played, I, I beat Backbone, um, that kind of noir detective point-and-click adventure game where you are a raccoon. Yeah. Um, I I think it would be a fascinating exercise. This game is somewhere between five and six hours long, right? Not, not a lot of game on that. I would love to get a hundred people to play the first hour of that game and then write down how they think that game is going to end. And I don't care if it was a hundred people. I don't care if it was a thousand people. I don't care if it was a million people. I do not believe that anyone would be able to go, oh, this is what happens at the end and accurately predict that. It is, it's a very, very different game than you think it's going to be. There's, there's a lot of, a lot of twists in that. Um, I personally really, really enjoyed it. It's probably one of the better games I've played this year. Um, after looking at kind of like the Steam reviews and some of the other reviews, that is not a popular opinion. That game's got really middle-of-the-road huh. reviews. It's a lot of like 60s and uh, 60s. Um, a lot of people did not like... Um, there's five chapters, I want to say, and there's some pretty big twists. Um I want to say at chapter three, and folks did not like them. So I guess, you know, sometimes sometimes the twist is not good. Um, people really literally were like, I wish that the entire game was like the first two hours. So I don't know. I really enjoyed it, but a lot of people did not. So I guess your mileage may vary, but also it's an X-Pass X -Pass game. That's what we should call Game Pass games on the Xbox now. They're just on X-Pass. Uh, it is a Game Pass game, so if you want to try it for free, you can do that instead of having to pay 20 bucks for it and being sad. Uh, I also played a little bit of Garden Story, not a ton. Um, that's a relatively recent addition to Game Pass. Um, it's one that I've wanted to play for a long time because it was made by uh, Rose City Games, which is a... A developer based out of Portland. Um, there's some folks that I've followed for a long time. Um, it's cute. It's... Uh, I don't know, we've got kind of a Stardew Valley slash um, Animal Crossing kind of vibe to it where you are a grape and your name is Concord and you have to help, um, you become like a guardian of a city uh, defending it against, uh, I don't remember what it's called, like mold. Um, <laughs> mold is your enemy when you're a fruit. So I think it's called the rot maybe. Uh, so you're, you're, you have to fight the rot. And so every day you wake up and you get some tasks and, uh, you have to complete those tasks. And, um, it's not super long, which I think is good. I think it's like eight or 10 hours. Um, cause I can imagine that unless the tasks vary up a lot, it could get real boring real fast. Um, but it is kind of one of those nice games where you can go in and just play, you know, a couple in-game days and, uh, not have to kill yourself doing it. So... Fun, really fun so far. I've enjoyed it. So, uh, do you want to make up a game you've played, Dylan? Do you want to pretend you've played a game? If you had played a game, what game would it have been? I'm actually like I, I'm kind of on a hunt for I don't know a game that I want to play when I have to take this enormous plane ride across the ocean. Oh, um, mm. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't really I gotten that. any closer to selecting one, but <laughs> something that runs on the Switch. Yeah. Right? 
I did. So the last, when I flew back from Disney World the last time, I or flew to Disney World. I played right there. Um, when you went to Disney World, I played a little bit of Dead Cells because I hadn't played that in a while. And <sighs> I think that's the kind of stuff I kind of like to play on a plane. I don't want to get too invested. Something that I can kind of play and then like just look away from it for a minute and then you look back down pl- and play it. So rogue like games you are. You should uh, play. Uh... Oh man, it is right on the tip of my tongue. It's a rogue like. Um... Colby beat it, and I really enjoyed it, and I cannot remember the name of it right now, but I'll, I'll look it up and I'll yeah. let you know. It's it's good. Um, I, uh, I'm i actually really excited on the Switch. Um, Bear and Breakfast is coming to the Switch pretty soon. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's a game where you will play as a bear who runs a bed and breakfast. Oh, right, uh, yeah. <laughs> it looks super cute. It was came out on PC this week, but the, the Switch version is running a little bit behind that, so... We'll have to uh, we'll have to get some barren breakfast going once that comes out. Um, all right. Well, so Dylan needs a game. So I guess if you have a Switch game that you enjoy that doesn't require a lot of consistent, you know, like a lot of paying attention, probably probably story light. I guess is probably yeah. what you're looking for. Hit uh, hit Dylan up in Discord and let him know what uh, what you think, or, or throw throw us an idea on uh, on the Facebooks. All right. So next up, patrons. Thank you for being. Our friend is that is that how it goes? Yeah. Thank you for being our friend. Uh, these are the wonderful people every month who uh, give us a little bit of, a little bit of money to keep the the lights on and keep the software softwareing and so on and so forth. Uh, if you are a patron on the ten dollar tier, we say your name every week, and these are the wonderful people who I'm going to say their name: John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous, and Rich Deacon. Thank you everyone if you would like to become a uh, a patron either at the ten dollar level or one of the lesser levels it doesn't mean that they're they're lesser to me like they all are, are very important to me but they are lesser uh, from a number standpoint like you know like numbers are just inherently less than each other it's just how it works it's math you know uh, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast and uh, take a look at that I think I'm gonna try and get the patreon kind of reworked a little bit for episode 300 um, Get it, get it cleaned up, get it spiffy, get it polished. Um, talk about Rocket League on it last because I haven't played Rocket League in like a year and a half, you know, stuff like that. So look at that polished up for episode 300. So if, if you've been meaning to join, you know, at some point, like I guess wait a month, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but you know, actually, let's talk about this real fast, Dylan. So I'm going to. For for episode three hundred, actually, probably the week after. I'm thinking September eighth or September 9th. Uh, I'm going to kick off my extra life uh, fundraising for this year. And and if you know anything about me, what is it from a gaming standpoint that I absolutely hate? Souls games. Same thing. Souls games. So I'm going to. I have not decided which Souls game yet. Uh, I have. I have. Dark Souls one through three, but I've kind of thought about picking up Elden Ring too because I, that's a game I at least it might be it sort might be of interested more in. enjoyable of an experience. Maybe I, I don't know. I'm not sure, but we'll see. I'm going to do a live stream, uh, Twitch.tv slash Bite Me Podcast um, of like I don't know eight or ten hours of Cliff playing Souls games. I can guarantee you that hour one will be fun. Hours mm, two through saying? eight will be me being so angry yeah, and so frustrated. Sure. Um, I think a lot of people, uh, like, I think, I think people would enjoy seeing that. Just me being very, yeah. very, very angry. It's a rage so, stream. 
Yeah. yeah. So so like mark your calendars. I'm thinking. I, th- I think I wrote down September eighth because like doing doing day long live streams is actually kind of tiring. So I think I you know that I could recover on the night. Right. So. You know, that, that, that I think is going to kind of kick off our Extra Life funding. Uh, again, if you'd like to find out more about that, you can go to bitemepodcast.com slash extra life to join or donate to that team. So if you've got some bits, save them up. Um, if you've got some subscriptions, save them up. All that stuff will go to Extra Life. And uh, fun will be had. I mean, for you, not for me. For me, it's going to be terrible. Um, or, I mean, who knows, Dylan? Maybe. 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 Yeah, you'll find your new favorite game. Like four hours yeah, in, you I'll have go, to go. Oh. You have to go in with a positive attitude, at least. I am finally going to be that gamer that other souls like gamers are like. No, no, no! You just have to. The three hundredth time when you play that first boss, you finally click. beat him. It'll click. Um, maybe that'll be me. Who knows? I. I don't think it's going to be me, but it could so. be me, Dylan. It it's going to be, be great. Could be. Could be. Absolutely, could be. So, will uh, Spade agrees? I don't. I didn't really need a third person in this podcast today. Um, I guess the dog will have to do. All right. Uh, do you want? Do you want to help out a little bit here, Dylan? News. <sighs> news. 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 All right. Well, it it it's not beginning to look like Christmas in Seattle, right? Mm, nope. Sun's yeah. actually out. So are you guys? You guys are still heat waving. Uh. Um. It's on its way out. It's on its way out. Okay. Yeah. It's uh it's it's hot in Florida. Like it was like I don't know, well over a hundred today with the heat index. I went outside to walk the dog and was just like I, I think I walked outside and literally said, Ugh. Um but you know, whatever. It's, so it's not it's not quite Christmas yet, but PlayStation Five is already thinking <laughs> about Christmas because they're a giant global company that has to do things like think about Christmas in August. Um Anyway, the the good news for folks who have not been able to get how many how many Christmases has the PS Five been out for now? Is it just one or is it two? I feel like it's at least been two, right? <laughs> right. Like I feel like I've had my Xbox uh, One X for a. It's been at least two years because I I bought my One X or Series X Series X when I lived in Seattle right before Christmas, and I've lived in. Orlando for a Christmas. So it's been two years, but I guess if you have still not been able to get a PS5 by now, which, man, that sucks. I can't imagine wanting a PS5 for two years and not being able to get one. Like, that is rough. Um, The good news is uh, PlayStation is saying that at this time, we have made no change to our 18 million unit sales forecast for PlayStation 5 hardware in... uh, FY22. I don't know what FY stands for. Um, Fiscal year? Fiscal year 2022. But since we are seeing recovery from the impact of the lockdown in Shanghai and a significant improvement in the supply of components, we are working to bring forward more supply into the year-end holiday selling season. So, the good news is if you are still trying to get a, a PS5, like, maybe this year, maybe this year is the year that Santa Claus will finally bring you your PS5. If you're good, you have to be good. Have you been good this year, Dylan? Yeah, but I don't think like, I want a PS5. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I want this to be the generation where I like don't give into like PlayStation FOMO. Right. Because man, I did it with the PS3 generation. I did it twice with the PS4 generation. Oh, and that new I, one is like, so much smaller though. That, is it? No, I'm just they saying that's what happens, right? Mm. You, the, they put out a small yeah. one, and you're like, well, exactly. that one would look cute next to my big yeah. one. 
Yeah, I have two, and I have no idea why I have two. Um, I well, I mean, I have all three. I still own three PlayStations, and I've I've I haven't played a PlayStation game in <sighs> years. It's been years. I don't even think I hooked up any of my PlayStations when I moved here, Dylan. <laughs> like they may be on a shelf, but I don't know if I could turn it on and actually play PlayStations. So anyway, I'm, gonna, I'm this is this 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 is the year to avoid that. That's what I'm saying. But you know, like the good news for you is I'm not trying to get one. So like that means that the one I didn't get is available for someone who actually wants one. So you're welcome, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Good news on the Steam Deck front. Um, if you if you've wanted one of those and you've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, uh, Steam Deck production is actually up. They are actually producing ahead of schedule. So if uh, you're one of those sad Q3 or Q4 people, the good news is you will most definitely be getting one. Uh, maybe even some of the 2023 people might be getting one if there are, if there are people that far out on the list. That'd be very sad. Uh, they're actually getting this done faster than ever. So if you've wanted a Steam Deck, um, the good news is it'll probably be getting to you sooner. Um, and so, uh, you know, they're saying that most people in the Q4 windows have actually been moved into Q3. So, like, that, that, that it might be coming for you soon. Again, you may have your Steam Deck in time for Christmas. They are, man, they're good. Um, I haven't played mine as much as I should have because, like, as soon as I got mine, we like redid our house, and so I spend way more time in front of a computer now, where I can just play games on a computer. So, what do you do? Um, still very cool though. I'm very excited to own it. Uh, let's see. So this one, I think I'd, I'd like to I'd like to discuss this with you, Dylan. Are you Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm gonna set the stage. Uh, you are a Minecraft person. Okay. Um, now. I think the first thing that we keep in mind here is that Minecraft has an audience, and that audience tends to skew very young. I'm not saying there are not adults that play Minecraft, but generally speaking, the audience for Minecraft skews young. And so Minecraft has introduced a new reporting system in the latest version of their software, which is good. It allows people to uh, report you know, bad actors in, in the Minecraft mines. Um, the interesting thing is, is that is also taken effect on private servers. So if you have a private Minecraft server um, that you limit to, you know, who is there and who is not, uh, you can also, like, reporting is also enabled. And there's no way to turn it off. Like, so if you and a bunch of folks are playing in Minecraft and maybe there's some people you don't know as well or... You know, you have a falling out with your friends or, you know, one of your friends says something that you're like, wow, that's just not cool. Um, they can report you on a private server and there can be consequences, including, I believe, up and two and including bans from your own private server. Um, and I kind of I kind of go both ways on this. Like, I understand why they're doing it. Um, like overall, I think I think a reporting system is good. I think reporting systems in general are good. But I'm, I, what do you think about reporting systems on private servers? Like, I mean, that could literally be you have a server running in your house. I don't think it's just like on Realm servers. It could be your private server. Right. It seems weird. I guess. Like, <laughs> I don't. I. I guess it's hard for me to say because I don't think I've played a lot of. I don't know if I've played enough games on like. Oh, this is yeah, my yeah, yeah. server, right? So yeah, yeah. I still don't have experience with what that dynamic is. Um, I don't know, but like, if it's your server, I don't know. Like, yeah, it seems weird if, but 
I don't the, know. The, the, uh, the kind of, I think a lot of the reason for it is, and the reason is interesting, is that a lot of, like, quote, unquote, predators use Minecraft as a way to, like, lure people in or to, you know, get contact with people. And if there's no way to report the owner of that server, then they can kind of exist without, you know, kind of impunity. Um, you know, sometimes they'll beat people in just to be terrible to them. Sometimes they'll beat people in for, you know, all sorts of, of different ways. Um, right. But it's kind of an, it's an interesting, it's an interesting and people are, of course, I mean, like it could have been anything and people would be up in arms about it, but it's, it's led to, all sorts of, you know, because I think Minecraft's a relatively open company with a lot of people that interact with, uh, you know, players in different places. Like, it's led to all sorts of death threats all across Reddit. Um, people just hunting, you know, developers down and telling them how horrible they are, um, which is obviously not not really the way to go. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's an interesting concept that I, I, I have not... I've been thinking about it a lot, and I have not come up with a... Uh, a if I'm for it or against it, like I yeah. am, you know, it's it's an interesting idea. Um, I, I apparently there are pretty good review systems though, so you will yeah, be if you know you get right. flagged, you'll be able to appeal. So. I mean, I I feel like that's as long as it like as long as there is and it seems to move along quickly enough, pretty well, right? Yeah. Um, of course, I think the pursuit of better reporting systems is always awesome right like let's yeah. figure out a way to make this as effective as possible yeah. and maybe at the same time maybe there's also like and i know this is this is probably a really tough thing to audit but maybe there's i don't know more than one kind of private server i guess yeah, yeah like yeah. me and my six buddies private server is different than my private server that I kind of open to the public, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if there's a way to really set, like, because you get invited to the server either way, so I don't know how yep. you can limit yeah. that, but, like, and so something kind of in between, like, this is my server, my rules, versus, like, this yeah. is my server, and we're doing this, but this is open to a wider audience, so yeah. um, we're more restrictive on what can yeah. be said in the chat or whatever i don't know because right. um, obviously I, me and my friends it doesn't matter what we say we're like yeah yeah we might joke with each other in a way that normally wouldn't be appropriate in a public chat right yeah not that you're saying particularly vulgar things but you would make a joke that someone yeah, yeah, else yeah. might not contextually right yeah. and you'll get it um but i don't know and in theory like as long as all your friends enjoy that it's it doesn't not a matter problem. no one's getting reported right. exactly um, so I, I don't know um I, to me i've always kind of aired like these kind of systems um are way better than the systems i mean like think about it this way the reason that the MPAA exists. The reason, like, the ESRB exists is because the government came in and said, like, you know, movies and video games, either you put a system into place that protects kids right. um, from your gory movies and your gory video games, or else we will come in and put laws in place right. that protect kids from those things. And, like, I would always rather the... 
the laws that protect kids be in the hands of developers and uh you know folks like that than to have the government you know creating like i'd like to get banned from minecraft if i do something you know bad i don't want to go to jail for doing right. something <laughs> So, like, that, that's kind of how I always try and think of those things. It's, it's better to have them do it than to have to put a law into place to protect them. Because the laws are going to be, I mean, because the the people that are, you know, in the Senate voting on these do not play Minecraft. Right, they don't. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> they also have another awkward goes... video on the internet where people are trying to ask. <laughs> so, like, why are they Minecraft. pigs? <laughs> I understand that Minecraft goes through the same series of tubes that the internet goes through. Right. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, yes, yes. But anyway, so I guess we'll see how that turns out. It'll be interesting to, to keep an eye on. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Ubisoft. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, Ubisoft. Still a dumpster fire. I love that the internal group inside of Ubisoft advocating for things to change like for Ubisoft to be you know a, a place that doesn't suck to work is called a better Ubisoft it's not called the best Ubisoft it's not called the perfect Ubisoft it's just like a better Ubisoft a place that <laughs> a place that's just a little bit better um, to remind you of their uh, their demands although I don't know how, how like there's a place that's called there's a, there's a group that's called a better Ubisoft has demands or are they just like suggestions I, I'm not I'm not exactly sure is they want to stop promoting and moving known offenders from studio to studio team to team with no repercussions seems fair um, we want a, a collective seat at the table to have a meaningful say in how Ubisoft as a company moves forward from here they want cross industry collaboration to agree on a set of ground rules and processes that all studios can use to handle uh, you know essentially offenses in the future and this collaboration must heavily involve employees in a non-management position along with union representatives so like to me three four things that seem entirely reasonable it has been a year <laughs> um, and they say so far that none of their demands have been met uh, this this is a you know these are this is a letter from a year ago. So far, twenty five percent of the people that have signed that letter have quit Ubisoft. They're like just there's there's no reason to stay. Like twenty five percent of people have left. Forty percent of women who signed that letter. No, I'm sorry. Of uh, of the that twenty five percent have left. Forty percent are women, and I think you should keep in mind that like women working at video game studios is not a 50 50 kind of thing so for it to be almost a 50 50 bunch of people that quit means that it really sucks to be a woman at ubisoft so i don't know what what do you do what do you what do you do when you know like you want to play that next assassin's creed game <laughs> i don't know i don't know i think uh I think this is where unions help. I'm pretty sure that this is that's the next step is that they need they need to follow those Blizzard QA folk and, and start a union. Uh, so you want to hear my favorite statistic that I've ever heard about a video game, maybe ever, Dylan? Hmm. So you queue up in Destiny to mm -hmm. play a uh, a PvP match, right? And the timer hits go like you know one second into that match based on who is in that match the systems can essentially tell who will win right. because there is no ranked matchmaking in destiny <laughs> wow 
Does that seem like a problem to you? <laughs> it kind of seems weird, I guess. Like right. <laughs> I mean, how how many years are we into Destiny PvP existing? I mean, we've right. got to be. I don't know. I mean, I haven't played Destiny in a long time, and I played a lot of Destiny. I mean, four, five, six years counting the first Destiny. I mean, easy. I mean, I gotta think. I mean, I mean, how many anyway. people are how many people are playing PvP a Destiny? Lot. Right, a lot. So it seems like yeah, if there's that many people, then sure, right? Yeah. I mean, Destiny right? definitely doesn't strike me as the game that I want to play multiplayer, but oh no, or PvP no. specifically, but. I mean, yeah, if it, people are know, playing it, then... I, I've done it, and I do not enjoy it at I, all. I, I people did play it a little bit, and yeah. I didn't think it was particularly... Yeah, yeah. Folks do it because you can grind for weapons that way. Sure. Like, you, you get doing stuff. doing something else yeah. to get your stuff, right? Which yeah. is fair. I mean, I guess the question is, is, like, if you want stuff, your options are either grinding the same strike over and over again or playing multiplayer. At least multiplayer changes a little bit every time, so... Uh, the good news is that skill-based matchmaking is coming next season. <laughs> but, man, I, I read that. I was like, huh. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. Uh, let's see. Man, have you played KOTOR? Have you played the first Knights of the Republic yes. game, Dylan? Yeah, I have not, really. I played it a little bit on my iPad. But but you did you enjoy it? Oh, like, yeah. That game was, yeah. I think it's very good, yeah. Yeah, I know Colby really liked it too, and so I've been kind of excited uh, for the the remake that they've been working on for a, a little while. I mean, it's been kind of kind of going for a bit. Um, it's being developed by Asper, um, and apparently they just did a demo of their current version of it uh, for uh, essentially Disney and Sony. Or no, I'm sorry. Let's see, Lucasfilm and Sony. I apologize, Disney essentially though. Um, and apparently they didn't like it <laughs> a, a lot. Um, they fired the remake's art director and design director and said, I don't know, this game's just on hold until we can figure it out. So I guess if you're looking forward to a new Knights of the Old Republic, that's bad news. <laughs> um, apparently three years into development. So mm, it's not. That makes me wonder like what great. it was. Yeah. Because. Yeah. It I says, quote, it wasn't where they want it to be and that the project would be paused. So, like, I mean, it doesn't seem to me like it'd be, I guess, unless they were trying to really redo how that game was. But, I mean, I think most people would have been really happy with just, like, up make it look a little bit better. Like, I wasn't a right. huge fan of the combat, but, like... I don't know. I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe they changed the combat system instead of being... Wasn't that kind of like a turn-based real-time kind of yeah. weird thing? Once it goes into combat, then it kind of turns into a, a turn-based thing. Yeah, maybe they tried to, to change that to something else and maybe it just doesn't yeah. work. Or... Yeah, it makes me. I mean, it I, really makes me wonder, like, what's... Obviously, they did something different. It's not, right? not yeah. the same game. Yeah. Uh, word on the street is that Saber Interactive actually might be taking over development on that. They've already been called in to, uh, to help kind of, kind of to help Asper. So odds are looking like Saber will take that over. But man, that means you're probably still a couple years out. Like that's, that's more like that, you know, that game was looking like, I mean, three years into development, that means you're looking like 23, 24, like maybe it's more like 24, 25, 26 now. So, Anyway, maybe maybe they can like see that game came out in two thousand three. So maybe you shoot for twenty twenty eight and call it the twenty five year anniversary edition. Yeah, 
yeah, make it special. <laughs> All right. <laughs> have you played The Sims late, lately, Dylan? Like, I've not played The Sims since probably Sims 2. No, but I met someone who plays it a lot. And I was like, nuts. I think I mentioned that briefly because we had another Sims story recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I didn't know people actually <laughs> played this game. So oh, I yeah. didn't know it was. It this this year, so the first quarter of 2022, it was in the top ten most played games, uh, which blows my That's mind. That's absurd to um, me. I, I I don't I don't really have any interest in playing it. Um, like I always thought the Sims was fun, but like playing Sims single player seems really boring. Like I'm really I'd love to play. Like the last Sims I played was Sims Two, which you could play at co-op, mm-hmm. um, and that was a ton of fun. Um, like me and the funny thing was is so me and my wife would play it, but because of the way it works. You you couldn't start off the game married. Mm-hmm. You you had to like start off as friends and like become better friends. But you only got one house, so like you were constantly terrified right. of the stranger in your. But it was not a oh, roommate. Yeah. It was it was more like who's this person in my house? What are they doing <laughs> <That's> here? <weird. laughs> so like you couldn't sleep because you were like <laughs> you know, can't sleep. My room that guy's gonna kill me. And so, like, you're always tired, and you only had one bathroom, so you, like, both couldn't, like, brush your teeth at the same time. Like, I just got fired from work because, <laughs> like, I couldn't get to work on time, or I'd have to go, like, unshowered. And so I'd get fired because they're like, you stink. It was it was not great, but it was, it was fun. Like, I enjoyed it. Um, the Sims 2 just released uh, a big update, and part of the, like, the big part of that update was um, the ability to say, uh, like, I think both the gender and sexual orientation of your your sims um so it, like not just like they're male or female but i think that you can be like um non-binary i think there was like trans options they've been working with glad to take to get that all together but you also can choose your sexual orientation so big big push seemed cool but they introduced two bugs and <laughs> one of them is like fast aging so like your sims can go from being a toddler to a grandparent to dead over the span of like six hours <laughs> so it's like this weird like oh sweet our new baby oh no <laughs> um but it also can cause you to fall in love with your siblings which is not good so you could like i mean all in one day you could have a baby brother you could fall in love with him and he could die before your eyes <laughs> and that is those are my favorite kind of bugs dylan i like you know I, I would play, I'm more likely to play Sims 4 now because I want to watch that happen. And you know, like, you know that there's some weird sicko out there who's like, I'm never upload, I'm never updating this game again. I'm unplugging my Sims computer from the internet because, man, that sweet, sweet incest bug, I do not want that yeah. to go away. You know that, so. Yes. <sighs> happens, definitely happens. I, I thought that was very, very funny, though. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh... Let's see. PlayStation 5. Again, a system that I do not own. Dylan does not own. But we look at them every once in a while. They're like the size of a pickup truck. Um, the Xbox launched. You could hook it up to your 1440p monitor. You could play your games at 1440p, which is a very, 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 very common monitor resolution. Like, like 2K monitors are very common. I've got one. My kid's got one. Do you, do you have a 2K monitor, Dylan? Do you know? No, I got 1080 no. ones specifically. 1080s. It's all right, man. No worries. Um, but a lot of people also play, you know, hook their their computers or their 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 systems, their whoo playstations up to their their monitors. Like I currently have my Xbox hooked up to my computer monitor as well. Um, and uh, the PS5, like we discussed, has been out for at least 
two Christmases, did not get 1440 monitor support until like this week, which is super weird. I remember talking about this when it came out and going like, huh, that's super weird that it does not have that. Well, they can patch it in and they absolutely can. Um, it just took this long. So the good news is if you have a 1440p monitor, uh, you can now actually play your PlayStation at that resolution instead of having to downscale that to uh, 1080. So. I don't know. Maybe it looks a little bit better. I'm not like one of those resolution people, but I'm sure that there are reasons to that for that to be exciting. Um, that's my understanding of what people tell me. All right. That is news. All the news that is fit to news. Dylan, look at what we got. Hey, yo, Vinny. It's question time. Ooh, that is what they call a pregnant pause, Dylan. Yeah. That was good. Uh, Vinny wants to know, if you had to recommend a game that you loved and you feel was unappreciated, what is it and why? What's your what's your like deepest cut? What's your most unappreciated game, Dylan? It's a great question, and right? I feel like I would have had a really good answer for this like ten or more years ago. <laughs> um, and I say that because I think there's so many games now competing right? for your attention. And there's so much media talking about games yep. that you, I think we really easily discard games that we might like because yep. they're bad, right? Yep. Um, whereas there was a time where I just kind of picked up a game because the box looked cool and I yep. probably enjoyed it. Like, because yeah. I can't remember a lot of games that I got that I yeah. did not really like love or play a lot or or whatever um so i mean these these are probably any game that would fit this is probably like an xbox or ps2 game yeah maybe an xbox 360 game um but i'm trying to put my finger on one specifically and i've been thinking about this for a bit <laughs> um i i think it's weird when you when you really think about it um like for the NES, like there was only a little over seven hundred games total released for that system. Right. You know, um, the SNES had a little over twice that many. It was like seventeen fifty, um, which sounds like a ton, but man, that many games come out on Steam probably once a month these right. days. You know, um, when you look at all the big releases, when you look at all the small releases, when you look at you know all the indie stuff. Like, games just are coming out constantly. So, you know, for stuff to kind of slip through the cracks, pretty common. Yeah. Um, I think I've talked about probably a lot of the, the smaller indie games that I liked. And, I mean, I don't think any of them are that small or that indie, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to shout out Stories Untold, though. Colby, Colby bought that game for me for Christmas. And uh, it's weird and strange and interesting and just so much fun. Um, like, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's like four chapters and like the first one's like you're playing a text adventure inside of a house and it's just got a really wacky interface, really interesting game. A um, lot, lot of fun. I played that and I think super liminal um, back to back and those are both terrific games that I don't think enough people have played. So. So check out stories untold. That's that's some good stuff. You have you have any? Did anything come to you? Did you did anything? Just what's what's your favorite small game, Dylan? What's your what's your favorite game that not maybe as many favorite indie game? What's your favorite I indie game? 
I don't know because I, I don't feel like I've played a lot of ones other than the ones that like become kind of yeah a big, big. deal right yeah um, I'm definitely not the person that's out there scouring for yeah cool indie games and stuff um, I, I think that's the thing is is I could say Firewatch and I could say right you know what remains of you it's like those are appreciated say, games yeah. right those get the love so yeah um because it's like I enjoy like the I don't know like the shovel knights and the but yeah. it's like those games have everyone knows about right those. it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. those characters have been put in other games now right yeah. like um, so I think it's kind of hard for me to answer whereas I don't know there was a time where I I could have given you a lot of answers a better but even answer, then I yeah. think it's like you look back and you're like oh that game actually got reviewed pretty well maybe it didn't <laughs> sell well so maybe it is underappreciated like people didn't actually yeah, yeah, buy yeah. this game even though it was good. Um, I don't. I don't know. That's all right, man. You think something will come back to you? Uh, Prime fan says, uh, and we've answered this question uh, many, many, many times before, um, but we haven't answered it in probably, I don't know. I'd say fifty or a hundred episodes. So, what if you if you can make a video game? What what is your what's your perfect idea for a video game? Like, just give it away to the universe. Right. What's your What's your perfect idea? Um, I know. I remember talking about this, and it probably changes a little bit every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And I, I, I'm going to go with the, I, I think it's the same idea we discussed before, kind of, but a game that, uh, I don't even know how to start to begin explaining it, but it's a game that could start as like a real time strategy game. Um, but then it goes down to a squad level yeah, yeah, and like yeah. a first person shooter level or whatever kind of game it is. But um, based on maybe you started like a civilization map where you're moving units around and yeah. now you scale into a total war or a real time strategy version where you're moving yeah. large units around um, in real time. And then you go down even further to do a specific mission as a character, um, whether or not these are the same conflicts like. This could be moving troops around, and this one could be doing this big assault on a siege on a base, yeah. right? But then now you're a single spy agent inside the facility that has to go trigger some sort of um, bomb to open a breach in the wall so your troops can come in, then you back out on the outside, and now all of a sudden you're playing an RTS again. Yeah. Um, I think that I think there's cool stuff like that that, that I don't know, might happen in the future when, um, obviously... Obviously, that takes a lot of something to yeah. be in a, uh, a game with all kinds of different games because it's essentially three or four different games right. in one game. Um, you need to get three different developers to all work together to make that game, right? Like, you know, but I think like, there's something really neat to that. Um, yeah. it'd be uh, kind of. I mean, it's the same way that you can you can jump to a different character in a single like. A, a shooter game or something like yeah, an action yeah. game and you can jump between a character in a different part of the base doing something but this is just is like completely different gameplay yeah. each time that happens which is kind of cool um, yeah yeah i've always liked the idea of like the person at the top you know issuing commands is actually physically issuing commands to real real people right lower and, and then getting to watch as they obeyed or disobeyed or you know maybe there's ramifications if you disobey you know like right you, but you at know. the same time you might still be successful right because uh -huh. sometimes yeah. you have to make the choice not to listen to your leadership or whatever yep. um and that's kind of interesting too because it's like if you end up failing right and then it's like oh you should like you should have listened to me right, right. So, yeah, yeah i don't yeah. know like 
It's an interesting idea. It's a really interesting yeah. idea. I'd love to see more social stuff like that in games too. Yeah. The same way that like, Among Us kind of kind yep. of nailed having a social uh, deception element to a video game that kind of exists outside of yeah. Because yeah, you can play that game in the chat kind of, but yeah. then there's a the element of everyone gets in a voice chat and that kind of like it's it's very interesting uh, so to see more of that too would be would be pretty cool that's a that's an interesting idea too one of my favorite like i actually really like among us i've not played it very many times but every time i've played it it's been a lot of fun and one of the funnest things i did in that was we like messed with the settings and then we played hide and seek in uh in among us um and that was super fun that would actually be a cool game type to actually have it like so you play like you're playing hide and seek in a you know maybe, maybe it's maybe it's spooky too like you're playing hide and seek in a giant mansion like, right uh, you know or like man hide and seek man this is in this the is spooky good. woods or... hide and seek in the spooky woods or hide and seek, but but it's a VR game right so <laughs> you you actually are physically like looking for people in places you know like right. and it you know people everyone goes out and hides and they warp to their hiding spot and they actually have to like you know if you're hiding under a desk then you've got to you know crouch down under your desk to right. you know to stay there and right and uh that it that'd be kind of fun how would it be cool to have a game like that too where there's a twist in the game so you're playing hide and seek right yeah 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 and depend to pet you don't know what's gonna happen right and let's say you're playing hide and seek and you find a robot. And now it becomes a story game. Mm, interesting. Or now there's a monster in the woods and now it becomes a horror <laughs> game, right? So it could be, I mean, like, there's a ton of things you can find in the woods or in an yeah. old spooky house. And it could be nothing. You could yeah. just be playing hide and seek, but it could emergently enter Michael Myers. And now you're yeah. being chased around the house or, or oh, someone still lives here. Now you're playing hello neighbor, right? <laughs> or, and he has something creepy in the basement or, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, you find a portal to some futuristic planet and all of a sudden you're doing something completely different. I don't know. It turns out really what we want is just games that are always just a random game. Like, we right. Want, we want games inside of games inside of games. So, uh, yeah, the one game I will shout out, uh, is a game I came up with, kind of on this podcast uh it's gonna be called zug island i have the entire first draft of it written so at some someday i'll finish that video game um the day is not today but but maybe maybe next week it's a real place go look it up yeah. on uh to i was i'll have to actually uh i'll have to look this up again because it might i don't know you might want to read it just to check it out but i was reading some I can't remember. I think it was a tabletop RPG book or some sort. And there was a scenario set within Zug Island. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I have to remember where I read it, but I'll find it. And I'll... Somebody made my game already. Yeah. Um, but it might be interesting just to see yeah, what absolutely. someone else did with that environment. Because I'm, I'm sure it's a completely different direction. Because I want to say it was it's probably something kind of spooky. Yeah, it's um, kind of spooky too. Right. God, where, Let's see. I'll I'll have to look, look it up. Look it up. That sounds awesome. Yeah, no, go go look I'll up Zug it. Island on, on Google Maps. It's the weirdest like little triangle of land you'll ever see in a major city. So, uh, and then Wikipedia. Uh, let's see. Turn down for what says your username is now a company. What do you sell, Dylan? What's 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 your what do you use as a, your handle in when you're playing the video games? Uh, I it's all it's always different. 
It's um, always different. <laughs> Choose one um, and sell something, Dylan. I mean, I guess right now my Discord username is the elusive Dylan. Well, that is true. I feel like I would be a VPN. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah. Uh, mine is almost always Loki, but because I can't spell it L-O-K-I after Marvel decided to make that into a thing, uh, it's usually spelled L like L-O-W-K-I-I. Like it, it's pronounced Loki-ish. Um, so I want to say that I would sell like off-brand Thor hammers, but right. I would I would sell them well. So I'm like, oh yeah, man, you are the only person that can lift this. Like right. it is just you, but everyone can actually lift it. Just, you know. Right. I think that's what I would sell. Uh, he said also, what kind of video games give you anxiety, and what kind do you play to relieve relieve some anxiety? What's your What's your Are, are there video games that give you anxiety, Dylan? I don't think so, for the most part. I mean, I think some games are pretty, I don't know, like, like, Dead Space is spooky, right? Like <laughs> Dead Space gave me a lot of anxiety. Right. <laughs> um. You know, the other kind of game that gives me anxiety is uh, uh, games like The Witcher 3. Yeah. Where a game forces you to make a decision right. about something in a quick time event. Because I am, like, I think people know this about me, but I am absolutely the kind of person that when I come to, like, a major event in a video game, I'm like, ah, I'm going to pause for a moment and look up the ramifications of yeah. this event. And the the Witcher going, like, I don't know, you got ten seconds to choose. If you don't choose, we'll probably pick the bad one was right. not my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm that's a good that's a good answer though. Because I don't like to not be able to pick my own ending. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, um, that, that that gives me anxiety. What 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 games do you play to to help you get out of anxiety? I was gonna say though. Um, I think there's sometimes in like a multiplayer game, oh, like yeah. let's say Overwatch for example, when it's a really close game close and game. you're trying to get that payload to the very end, and it's just like this anxious battle. Well, yeah. one person keeps running out of the spawn or whatever, and yep. it's just barely holding on to the last second. Like yep. those kinds of things can, but it's not. It's just not like a given, right? It's like yeah. certain games are like meant to kind of make <laughs> anxiety, and that's just kind of emergent out of out of the the gameplay. Yeah. But um, I mean, games in general, I think are give you some, some anxiety. Are, 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 release like yeah. i can just sit down and play a game like even if it's a more anxious game like i'm not like i'm not playing that to not relax like so i, I think uh like specifically if i'm in a bad mood i really like um like diablo like games games yeah. where you're just like clicking on like doesn't require a lot of thought doesn't require right. a lot of anything like just i just click on stuff ruining until it a dungeon dies. yeah and uh, maybe shooting some big magic at the same yeah. time, um, like that. That's that's good for me. I like I like I like just clicking on things and getting new swords. That's right. That's a pretty pretty good thing in my life. Give me a new sword <sighs> every time, or maybe two new swords. Yeah. Two new swords would even be better. I'm like I have two more attack speed. <laughs> yeah. So this is this next question is very very interesting. Um, and I, I unfortunately think that Dylan. Well, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe 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 I'm wrong. Um, 
So this is from Alan S. And he says, what is your favorite format to consume music in? And what's your favorite format to enjoy music in? And by format, he means like specifically like CD versus eight track versus vinyl versus streaming. Like, do you have a do you have a favorite way to consume music? And and if you're going to sit down to enjoy music, is it different? Um, I'm not too picky. I don't think. Um, it's all eight track for Dylan. I mean, I definitely enjoy listening to music on like a decent pair of speakers, like yeah, yeah, with some low end in there too, so you can really hear that stuff. But um, I, I, I think I do miss a time where I put a CD in the CD player when I drove around in my car, kind of thing. Yeah, I think yeah. that's kind of a it's kind of an interesting thing where you like, you make this decision that I'm going to listen to this album and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes that CD wouldn't come out of the car for days. Like, yep. and you, you'd just keep listening to it. Right. And I, I don't know. I think that was a cool, that was a cool time. Um, yeah. I still listen to music very much the same way. I still put an album on, on Spotify or whatever. I don't generally listen to, playlists or mixes um for the most part um as for like i am definitely not like the guy that thinks vinyl sounds better so (laughs) format is not important to that because i don't believe you um i've heard everyone say that vinyl sounds better after they put it through some digital interface that so they don't even realize that their analog is no longer analog. It's now digital. So they don't know what they're talking about, but it sure sounds better. Um, I don't know. Like if it makes you happy, that's fine. Fine. Um, Obviously if you have a compressed file, yeah, it's going to sound different than to some degree. Most people I don't think are really going to be able to tell. Um, Cause I've definitely had friends that, that have all their music in lossless format yeah and this and that it's like i feel like there's so many things in a chain that you have to have to really optimize that kind of experience um all they have is less hard drive space right (laughs) um exactly um i like a nice pair of headphones too sometimes i just don't like wearing headphones very much i don't think yeah um i'd rather listen to music in open air um i guess i so I have a pair of like, not expensive, but nice like desktop monitors. Right. Like, you know, they were like 120 bucks. Right. Like, so, you know, they're not, they're not cheap, you know, they're not cheap computer speakers. They're actually like pretty nice monitors. And then I got risers for them. Yeah. Um, and they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the risers change the sound profile so much. Um, it like puts the, the music more at your ear level. Right. Um, and for two speakers gives you a very, very magic center channel that I do not have. I mean, they're two channel, they're two speakers, but they have a very real sounding center channel that I really enjoy. Um, like I said, they're, they're not, they're not crazy expensive, but they're, yeah. they're nice. Um, and I like them a lot. Um, I like a good pair of headphones too. Um, yeah. I'm I'm old enough to remember when vinyl was a thing the first time, right? Um, which makes me old enough to remember that vinyl wasn't great. 
time. Um, I'm old enough to remember what cassette tapes are and how they are also <laughs> not great. Um, this weekend, actually, I uh, I we have a handful of cassette tapes that we've just been like moving with us for years, mm-hmm. and I finally, you know, like spent the the real time to. Uh, you know, rip the audio off of them onto you know digital, right? Um, and like you just have no idea how slow fast forward is. Like it sucks. I, it sucks right. so much. Um, and then you know you get the file off, and the first thing you have to do is like apply a dehisser to it, or it sounds yeah. terrible. Like that's not yeah. that's no way to to live. Um, the same thing is true about you know uh. A record, except you also probably have to apply a you know yeah. click and pop filter to it. So like no nobody wants that. Um, and and to me like any any amount of any amount of loss from a, a format that I get you know by dropping it into an MP3 or listening to it on. Um, I actually I I moved I've I've been a Spotify subscriber for like. Ever like like literally since the day they came to the United States, um, and I switched over to Apple Music about uh, three or four months ago, mm-hmm. and, and they're fine. Um, any anything I lose from that, I gain from the ability to listen to literally any song I've ever wanted to, right. listen to ever. You know, I mean, yeah, I remember putting CDs in my car, and I I do. There is a certain something about having. Uh, you know, I had a six disc changer in my car, and it played MP3s, which meant that I could take like a shorter punk album and burn two of them to one CD, right. <laughs> and so I could get like ten albums in my car or twelve, and like that was fun listening to those twelve albums over and over and over again. But you know what's also awesome? Being able to listen to any album I want ever, right? Um, you know, for I, I don't know eight bucks a month. Like I can't. I cannot tell you in between the time when like CDs kind of stopped being a thing and you know streaming started being a thing how much music I pirated but it was a lot I mean mm-hmm. a lot gigabyte upon gigabyte upon gigabyte like I mean just it was one of those things where like it used to be that if you know you know the theory was is that you know each instance of piracy was a theoretical $2000 fine or $200,000 fine, and I owed trillions of dollars, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, and, like, just to be able to pay 8 bucks a month or 10 bucks a month, whatever I pay, and be able to listen to anything, absolutely worth it. So, don't... You know, records are cool. Like, I like to hang them on my wall. I, they look I neat. totally get the collection of albums, but yeah. I would never... I would never play never. them. One, because they deteriorate. Yeah, they sound You're, worse the more you liter- listen to it's them. It's literally a collection that you... You lose value by, yeah. I mean, just with collecting anything, but that one yeah. specifically, like, it's very, like, yeah, I don't know. It's, they sound worse every time you listen to them. Right. Every time you spin that record, it's going to sound a little worse the next time because yeah. you're physically dragging a needle across it. Come on, people. Yeah, not yeah. not my thing, but I mean, they're cool. Like, I get it yeah, from the It's cool to have standpoint. the larger format to have artwork on yeah. and you can do. Cool, lighter cool inserts and things like, it's like yeah. it's way cooler than a CD for sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, it would totally be just for collecting purposes. I yep. would never yeah. listen to one. Same. And a record same. player is huge. Huge. Why? I mean, I, 
So, uh, like, you kind of already brought this up, but so a guy I follow on on Facebook or Twitter, I'm sorry, like, pretty. I'm not gonna say who he is because, like, I don't need this shit on this dude. But um, kind of a big player in the like indie video game scene, like, showed this really cool new record player he got. And it's like super minimalist. Like, it doesn't have like a lot of stuff. Like, it literally just looks like an arm that the record kind of sits in and plays. Uh-huh. Like, eh, it's kind of cool looking at least. And I read the specs. They're like, it's so cool because it just it has a built-in Bluetooth connection and a built-in Wi-Fi connection, so you can just like stream it anywhere. I'm like, wait, wait. So what you're telling me is I'm taking this like theoretical gorgeous full analog signal and I'm stuffing it into Bluetooth, like right. arguably See, the that's worst what... way to listen to anything. I'm like, yeah, come on, just... people. <laughs> Ex- that's exactly what I'm talking about. <sighs> I get if you and if you want to be the person that has a cool record player hooked up to some speakers and like have people over and play your vinyl cool that's great yeah. right um like because that's just that's your thing that's totally yeah. cool you just like that's what you like that's the fine yeah, right sure. but uh yeah i don't know as, i tell you man now you're you buying an calling... album to degrade your album to not listen to it in any different way than obviously spotify will sound it would be better at that point right to me, I'll be honest, there's no difference between people who call themselves audiophiles and people who call themselves astrologists. Like, it's right. the same level of whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, just, just listen to Spotify. It's fine. Uh, cheap free games, Dylan. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Epic Games this week. It's called Unrailed. It's a co-op multiplayer game where you have to work together with your friends to build a train track across endless procedurally generated worlds, which sounds hella fun. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound pretty cool. <laughs> so I might have to give that a try. Uh, game Pass. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. It's the first one, not the second one. I actually liked the first one more, so give that a try. That's it's an older game, but it's still good. Um, Shenzan IO is a open-ended programming puzzle game that challenges players to build circuits using a variety of components, which sounds all right. PC only, coming out August 4th. Ghost Lands is Cloud Console PC. It's out uh, already. Uh, Turbo Golf Racing, Cloud Console and PC. This is... Uh, it's an eight-player game where essentially you're playing golf, but like Rocket League. So you're in a car, you've got a ball, and you've got to get that ball into the hole before the other eight people. I played the demo a little bit, and it is very fun. It is shockingly difficult. Like getting a ball in a hole is way harder than you think it's going to be. So check that out. That's out August 4th as well. Uh, Two Point Campus is uh, build the university of your dreams with Two Point Campus. The Sim with a Twist from the makers of Two Point Hospital. Uh, If you've ever wanted to see if you could build a university better than the university you went to, now is your chance out August 9th. Uh, Cooking Simulator. That's it. Just called Cooking Simulator. Console and PC and Cloud. August 11th. Play one of the best cooking games. Take control of a high Highly polished, realistic kitchen equipped with all kinds of utensils and stands. Like, I don't like cooking in real life, Dylan. I do not want to cook. <laughs> I do not need more cooking in my life. Exactly what I need to do is spend time cooking a meal that I'm not going to eat. Yeah, if I'm going to, if I'm going to, like, I hate cooking, but at least the outcome is food. So, right. 
Uh, I do like ex- eating, though. Yeah. I do like eating a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expeditions Rome is coming out on PC on August 11th. Determine the destiny of Rome as you conquer four lands and navigate political intrigue in this turn-based RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, Offworld Training Company is coming to PC on August 11th as well. Mars has been colonized. Now, Earth's greatest corporate titans have been invited to build companies to support it. Uh, the competition competition to dominate the market is fierce in this fast-paced economic RTS. That sounds... <sighs> I don't need to spread capitalism to Mars. Like it's bad enough here. Uh, Midnight Fe- or Midnight Fight Express is coming out August twenty third to console and PC, and Immortality is coming out August thirtieth to console and PC. And we'll probably see some other games come out uh, probably around the tenth, fifteenth in that kind of general area. Uh, let's see, PlayStation Plus, I will confirm the games that we said last week because we were right. Um, I mean, it was a leak, so it wasn't like I guessed or anything. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 1 and 2, and Little Nightmares. Uh, Xbox Gold, right now, the first or the 31st, you can get Calico, which looks quite cute. Um, Scourgebringer is available the 16th to September 15th. Scourgebringer is very good. It's hard. Reminds me a lot of, like, Celeste. Um, but with fighting, real good game. Uh, Saints Row 2, available August 1st to the 15th. Um, I don't, I never played 2. I played 1, 3, and 4, but never 2. So I played 1, 2, and 3, I think. If After you played that, 3, you've pretty much little, played 4. Little, yeah. It got a little wacky for me, I think. I, think I, I liked weird. the slightly grounded yeah. gameplay. Saints Row 4 was not grounded in any way. Yeah. Very enjoyable. I actually played 4 and beat it and then went back and played 3, which was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, and then Monaco, what years is mine? I've heard that's good too. Available August 16th through the 31st. I think, I don't remember what month is the last month that we're going to get Xbox 360 games. It might be, maybe it's next month. Coming soon though. Uh, let's see. Humble Bundle has two bundles that look pretty good. The Summer Sims Bundle. Um, for 12 bucks, you can get 16 games. Uh, Firefighter Simulator, Simulator. can imagine. Yeah. Firefighter Simulator, Bus Simulator 18, and then like... 12 add-ons for Bus Simulator, uh, Construction Simulator Extended Edition, uh, Police Simulator Patrol Officers, uh, Drone Swarm, Trans Ocean The Shipping Company, and then Takeoff, the Flight Simulator, and then Fireworks Simulator, that, which see, looks that one, very good. That one looks very interesting. Do note that some of these are coupons. Oh, I did not notice. Yeah, you, so, so you get a coupon for Construction Simulator. You get a coupon for Bus Simulator 21. You can play 18 for free, but if you want the newest up-to-date buses, you're going to have to pay for it. Um, and then Police Simulator is also just a coupon. So if you want to, I don't know, do that. Uh, but overall, not not a terrible deal. It's like 12 bucks for 13 games. Um, and then the Amazing Adventure Game Bundle. Uh, this is eight games for $20. You get Beyond a Steel Sky, which is supposed to be very good. Um, Alfred Hitchcock Vertigo, which is kind of interesting. Like, I did not know that I it was made no into idea. a, a yeah. game. Uh, Agatha Christie, Hercule Perot, The First Cases, which could be pretty good. Um, Unavowed, which I got for free out of this bundle because uh, Tim from our Discord bought this bundle and already had Unavowed, so he gave it to me for free, which is great because that's a game I've always wanted to play. 95, 95% positive on Steam. Hmm. Uh, Dragon, uh, Dreamfall Chapters, The Almost Gone, and Quern, Undying Thoughts. This actually, this bundle is actually probably just all my jam. I think I would enjoy all these games. So, 20 bucks for eight games, not a bad deal. Uh, let's see. Prime Gaming this month has got some great stuff. Um, you can get StarCraft Remastered, which, man, I have not played StarCraft in a long time, but that is very tempting. 
Uh, Zach McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders, Beast of Maravala Island, which I've heard is very good. It's kind of a Pokemon Snap style game. Uh, Recompile, um, Scourgebringer again. So if you don't have uh, Xbox Gold, you can get that on the PC instead. Uh, And then Family Mysteries, Poisonous Promises. That's on Prime Gaming. So if you have Amazon Prime, you just need to link your Twitch account to it and you can get all those for free. Uh, Troll Corner. So... Consequences, Dylan. Are you are you are you aware of the consequences of things? Like they're just consequences for things, correct? Right. One of the consequences of being terrible to video game developers, like so many people are. Um, I think we, we there was what at least one story this week about people being terrible to video game developers. Um, and I would say there's one <sighs> every week, every other week. Like just stop doing that. Like the the. The guy who does the graphics for the video game you like does not have any control over anything that happens in it. Like, just stop, stop, stop sending death threats to web developers or to game developers and web developers too. Right? That that's never happened. I don't think no one's ever threatened me for anything. But anyway, stop it because what happens is like Destiny Two is now scaling back the amount of information they're putting on social media and Reddit. And those places, because every time they do it, people get awful and and say terrible things to the people that post it. They find people on Twitter and say terrible things to them. Those people do not control those things. They are literally just the people posting about it. And I personally would like to know what's happening to Destiny 2. I would like to get news. I would like right. to find out interesting things. And that goes for, you know... Big games for small games, like, I want to know these things, and the only way we can know these things is if they tell us, and if you keep being terrible to them, they won't tell us, and that's terrible. (sighs) So stop it, gamers. Just stop. That's all, Dylan. Do you have anything else you want to talk about, man? Hmm. I don't think so. All right. We'll just call this a day, then. On that note, it's time to go. We... Our Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at Facebook.com, Twitter.com, or Instagram.com slash Bite Me Podcast. Although, be inter- you know, I'll be honest, if you go to Instagram.com, you're not going to find out very much, and what you will find out will not be very up-to-date. But that's okay. Go. Look through our look through things. There's like eight things. Look through all of them. Ingest them. Comment on them. Like them. That's what I'm saying. Then... You can go to YouTube too. We have a YouTube channel. Everything, you know, there's some stuff there. We have like we have one video that has over four thousand views. Dylan, we're practically influencers, right? I mean, halfway there. Halfway there. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I run an Instagram account, Dylan, <laughs> uh, and it is called "We're Halfway There." Um, and it is for the lizard that lives on my chair. Every day I just take a picture of the lizard that lives on my chair because <laughs> he's always there. there. Yeah, lizard in my chair. Anyway, um, you could follow my Instagram account and look at my lizard. He's very 50% cute. of everyone that just heard that had no idea what they didn't get the joke. I'll be frank. If you don't get that joke, do not go to my Instagram. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, but the lizard is very cute. Um, sometimes I post pictures of frogs too. Just backyard lizards. It's great. Um, let's see. I lost track of time. Dude. Patreon. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can join our extra life at bite me podcast.com slash extra life. Remember, I'm going to be streaming things I hate in about a month, month and a couple days. It's going to be great. Uh, I think that's all, Dylan. Okay.